Welcome into the huddle with Penn State Sports Business Conference presented by Pepsi. This is our brand new podcast doing a quick dive into all things sports, including professional and collegiate sports. I'm your host, Destiny Sanchez, alongside Noah Adij. Noah, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Destiny. How are you? I am doing great. So today's first topic is Tom Brady's return to New England. Talk to me a little bit about, a little bit about that, Noah. Well, Tom Brady going back to Gillette Stadium and Bill Belichick, a place where he won an unprecedented amount, six rings, Super Bowl rings with the New England Patriots before leaving last season to win his seventh with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's coming back to a crowd that I'm not sure if they're going to have love for him after the six rings or a little hate for him um, after leaving last season. Um, and not sure how what the terms he left were on, but, you know, it's going to be a gigantic homecoming for him and uh, one of the few homecomings we've seen from star athletes leaving their respective hometowns. I mean, especially after 20 years playing for New England, I can. there's going to definitely be a lot of emotions this Sunday. Absolutely agree with you. It's definitely going to be a monumental weekend. And I watched into Bill Belichick's press conference and they asked about Tom Brady. And I really liked what he had to say. He sounds like he has a, still has so much respect for Brady. Um, and he said, you know, if anyone were to do what he's doing right now, it would be him. He takes care of himself. He has all of the credibility in his performance on the field to be the one to play until he's 50. So I found that Bill's response to the question about Brady was really respectable. And, you know, he's just focusing on his own team and preparing for the Bucks. I mean, yeah, of course. I would think especially there's so much happening this Sunday, um, um, especially since another milestone, you know, Brady has six rings with the Pats. Another milestone he could get this Sunday is breaking the all-time NFL passing record. He only needs 68 to break it, um, previously held by Drew Brees. You know, obviously Tom Brady's considered the GOAT in football and probably one of the greatest athletes of all time. As a native New Yorker, I hope he doesn't play till he's 50. But I know my eyes are definitely going to be on Gillette Stadium um, come Sunday, come Sunday night. Yeah, definitely. And um... Staying in New England in the MLB, the Red Sox, in my opinion, having an underwhelming season from my original preseason predictions and a lot of other people's predictions. Um, the Yankees just swept them in Boston, and the Yankees are now on a seven-game winning streak. They have a lot of momentum. I feel like the Yankees have some swagger in them right now. And the Red Sox, they keep falling down. You know, they started off pretty hot. The Yankees are still coming up on top with the Red Sox in the rankings. So, you know, right now that wild card spot could go anywhere. So there's a lot of different scenarios that could go on. Um, a lot of the records are very similar right now, similar winning records and similar loss records. So it could go many different ways. I'm just surprised to see where a lot of these teams are ending up with playoffs right around the corner. Yeah, the playoffs are right around the corner. I think our first wild card game is next um, Tuesday the 5th. And it's true, the Red Sox, they were kind of the darling of the media of the MLB going into the season. And they had a great start to the season. And it looks like they were going to shock everyone and win the AL East one more time. But obviously, they took a slide um, in the middle of the season, as a lot of teams did. I know as a Yankees fan, I'm, I'm glad to see the Yankees, you know, shoot up the rankings 
Um, I think they're currently in a series right now with the uh, Toronto Blue Jays, um, who are also in their own um, race to get a wild card spot in the AL East. But yeah, I feel like a lot of teams took a slide um, in the middle of the season, whether it be, you know, the Mets, whether it be the Red Sox or the Cincinnati Reds. But ho- hopefully going into the playoffs, the Yankees don't stop um, this win streak because they have a habit of doing that. So I'm hoping to see my Yankees clinch the pennant and, you know, maybe win the World Series, which it probably won't happen. But as long as I'd love to see the Red Sox fail again. So, you know, I'm happy about that. I have to agree with you 100 percent. And I also agree with you on how the Yankees can go on a winning streak and then lose a lot of games. So (laughs) we hope to not see that happen. Um, But. Yeah, hopefully yeah. their momentum from this past uh, series will just continue. Yeah, that's the. I mean, seeing them um, sweep Boston in Boston was a great sight. So I'm very happy that happened. I mean, you know, just like the playoffs around the corner, you know, that NBA season's also around the corner. Training camp started this week. Uh, we had a lot of media day for different um, teams um, happen yesterday. We got to see some new faces and um, some new players in new places. So. Um, I know for, for me, my I hope my Knicks do well after, you know, going um, to being number four in the East and um, make, not doing well in the playoffs, just like most New York teams do. But um, talking, speaking of the NBA, we talk about Chris Webber, uh, Hall of Famer, recent Hall of Famer. He's opening on a $175 million cannabis wellness center in Detroit, his hometown of Detroit. Um, obviously, you know, um, Chris Webber, one of the most famous basketball players of all time, both at the collegiate and the pro level, part of the 5-5 five, five back in the 90s. He's one of the few athletes to go into a cannabis, go into the cannabis um, industry, a very profitable industry, especially as states start to legalize and decriminalize it. I think this, oh, this might be a very profitable thing for him, but also might bring a lot of money to um, the city of Detroit. So that that it's something big that's happening and I'm glad I hope to see more athletes get involved in the in the cannabis industry or other recreational things in their hometowns you know this is great to see yeah like like you just said like how it's in his own hometown you know giving back to his roots um I think that you know like you said uh cannabis is becoming legal in a lot of states so this is definitely a great industry for him to be going into and for any athlete with a following to be able to start something like this in their hometown, I think shows a lot of character that they have to um, be supporting their, like they started, he started in Detroit, you know, that's where he yeah. started. He's giving back to his roots. And I think that's a really cool thing. And the, our last topic for today is um, college NIL firms are being challenged by the free market reform push. I um, read up on an article about this and it seems like the NIL entrepreneurs are seeking to demonstrate that they can be a part of the intercollegiate industrial complex while at the same time serving as agents and athlete advocates. The next debate though is, can is the NIL going far enough? Um, so what do, you, what do you think about that, Noah? I mean, it's it's kind of interesting when you look at like these different firms saying that, you know, we're going to work with um, the NCAA, but also be an advocate for the athlete because it's you either could pick one or the other. Um, 
the NCAA is still are, and certain schools are still regulating the NIL deals that they do. But when you when you you saw after the NIL NIL deals went through, you started seeing athletes, whether it be the Barstool um, NIL fund or like you see people like Spencer Rattler, um, the quarterback for Oklahoma, sign a multi-figure deal with raising canes or whatnot. So it's like you either can you either could partner with these athletes to help them make as much money as possible or partner with the schools and help regulate how much money these athletes are making. And if it's free market, free market doesn't have a cap on, you know, how much money you can make. So it it's, it's kind of weird if these NIL firms are trying to, you know, it, they, you can't play both sides, honestly. Um, and I think in my opinion, I think it should be a little more free market, but you know, I, and I just think you can't play both sides. Yeah, I definitely hear you. And I think, you know, with anything, a lot of this is going to be trial and error. Um, I think, you know, they're going to find ways that work and they're going to find ways that don't work. So um, this is a fairly new thing. So um, hopefully these athletes are getting the right outcome from these brand deals and um, it'll benefit them and also the companies. Yeah. I mean, Um, I want to say here from you, I mean, you think that because we obviously, you know, there's a lot of athletes here here at Penn State that have some NIL deals, whether it be, I think Sean Clifford and Caden Ellis both have a deal with the Clanahans downtown. What's stopping if, you know, if it's free market, what's stopping a big deal, like a big company like Nike or Adidas to try and sign with these players? And, you know, are, you, are they taking away from the local businesses that can actually make money with these athletes and help the athletes, you know, promote their brand? Or is it gonna just gonna become just another endorsement endorsement deal or pay to play situation like professional athletes do? I think that was the fine line that um, people were trying to cross. That was the reason why college athletes weren't able to profit off their legs. Yeah, um, I think you know having these athletes start with their um, college town. You know that is their mark like main market at the moment. I mean, if they went straight to Nike, they could also be taking from professional athletes yeah. um, their brand deals. So I think that um, having athletes like Sean Clifford um, doing line tutors, for which yeah. is a state college yeah. uh, tutoring facility, or McClanahan's, which is the um, staple downtown store in state college, it's very Penn State and they play for Penn State. You know, if they yeah. were going for Nike, you know, it's also then touching into the NFL and they're not there yet. So um, I think it is good that they're starting small and then as they keep growing, they can branch out to a bigger market. Yeah, I agree with you. It's, it's, if, honestly, if you're going to be Sean Clifford, I would, I would hope you stay in the state college, especially as a Penn State athlete, you know, it's it's your hometown thing, you know. College that's what makes college sports not better than um professional sports, but that's what makes college sports college sports. You get to stay in your hometown. You have a, a following from you know Happy Valley. I don't want. I definitely don't want my starting quarterback signing a a multi million dollar deal with Nike before he even hits the pros. Yeah, you know. No, yeah, I definitely agree with you. It definitely makes more sense for him to be in um, a more local market. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we talked about a lot of great things today. 
Um, now let's talk a little bit about the Penn State Sports Business Conference, yeah. things to be looking for. Definitely be looking for this podcast. Um, we're looking to do this a lot more and to be bringing on guests in the yes. industry, um, which is super exciting. We have a lot of people all over um, the sports industry from the business side to the journalism side, touching every point. And yeah, we're very excited for me and Noah are very excited to start um, this podcast and get ready for the conference in March. Yeah, it's going to be a huge thing. I think um, I think we're going to be able to not only let, you know, all of our listeners out there, like let them into give them a little window into whether it be the journalism side, the business side, or even the athletic side um, with some of our guests and, you know, still keep them up to date with, you know, what's important going on in the sports, um, in the sports world and with the, the PSS, SBC, the Sports Business Conference, which March 24th and 25th, Beaver Stadium. I mean, got to get the word out now. People need to, absolutely. Needs to be full, you know? No, yes, absolutely. Keep a lookout for more updates on that, on the conference and on our podcast, yes. um, all on the Penn State Sports Business Conference Instagram. Yep, and follow all of our socials, whether that be our Twitter, our Instagram, Facebook question mark? Yeah, I think we have Facebook. <laughs> I think we do have Facebook. Yeah, so yeah, make, make sure you stay up to date. Follow us on all our um, social media platforms and make sure to keep on the lookout for the Penn State Sports Conference. Yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Yep. And we'll see you next time.